0: Welcome to the Emploico HR podcast. I'm Rob Wilson, president of Employco, and with me is my brother and partner, Scott. Hello. And Jason Eisen, our vice president of HR. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us this week. Our our topic this uh, week is a recent survey that uh, was recently released. A quarter of employees are planning to quit post-COVID, which is... Kind of an alarming alarming number that's as large as it is. As we're just trying to get back into uh, many companies are just kind of reopening, uh, re, uh, restarting. But the majority of those employees cited cited burnout as the main reason wanting to quit.
1: Yeah, and the biggest segment of those who are looking to quit or considering are millennials and working parents. Uh, not sure if that they're the most burnt out, or they're just the most likely to want to leave or find a new position. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a scary statistic that a quarter of the workforce might be on their way out, or disgruntled enough, or burnt out enough to start looking for a job whenever this ends.
0: And so something to, you know, company leaders, you really need, you know, you're knee deep in dealing with the pandemic and getting your doors open again. So many, so many businesses, you know, when we look at our trade show friends that are, uh, they're seeing light at the end of the tunnel and restaurants are uh, open in many states now for indoor dining. You know, you're knee deep in all of that, just trying to run your business and you really need to look ahead to fend off that uh, talent tsunami.
1: Yeah, actually, one of our clients, one of our big clients actually came to me just a couple days ago uh, and said, we just lost two of our main uh, kind of most valuable employees. We had no idea it was coming. We did exit surveys and they kind of had the same thing to say, uh, but they said, what what can we do to to help prevent and kind of be proactive to avoid any future uh, reductions in force or, or voluntary resignations?
2: Well, I, I would think one of the main reasons are when you look at just our own internal company, how many things we used to do pre-COVID for our employees that with the COVID security protocols, you can't do. You know, we were talking about in our company-wide uh, Zoom call the other day that it was a year ago this week that we had our chili cook-off, which is a great company bonding event, well, can't have it this year because you know we're still trying to get everybody back in the office safely and spread out and you know there's so many limitations to what you used to be able to do so my opinion would be to start talking about as things get back to normal with the vaccine start highlighting those things like we used to do once a month we do a chair massage for everybody well you can't do that during COVID, but if you start talking about it, and saying "Hey, there's light at the end of the tunnel. The vaccines are out." I think that's part of the, you know, whether you call it the healing or rebuilding process. That, you know, I think that's a, a good way to start on that.
0: Yeah, when you look at the burnout, uh, which that's being the main issue for these twenty-five percent of your employees that uh, that plan on quitting, burnout is the key one, and the average workday has increased by additional three hours during the pandemic. So that's, you know, as we were talking about that off air before we started the, our podcast, three hours that, you know, uh, uh, that's an average. So you've got some people that aren't working anymore, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and at some pace they might even be working less and their employer doesn't even know it, but then there's other people, you are like Jason, your workload you've uh, you know, you're probably working twice as many hours now as you were a year, year ago. So you know, there's there's no time left in the day. You're you're working before you get into work, you're in the office, and you, you go home and you're working at home. So that three hours isn't isn't a really good realistic number. It's it's for those that burned out, it's probably a much, much higher number than that.
1: Right. I mean that could be offset by some of the employees uh, who are either working reduced schedules because their their employer has either done partial shutdowns or switching people to to part-time or if you're in a restaurant or trade show or entertainment industry, you're probably just don't even need to work as many hours. So yeah, so that three hours increase really is offset by a lot of people who are working a ton more. And those are right. the people who probably worry about the burnout from,
0: you know, with the uh, burnout employees, the other thing that you have to look at is that they're more likely to suffer uh, health issues like depression, high blood pressure, you know, substance abuse uh, disorders, or just general stress from the pandemic, you know, a variety of family issues, et cetera, your, you know, your kids. Uh, and that uh, the burnout when not addressed, according to Gallup, can cost employers anywhere from 125 to $190 billion in lost productivity and health care costs. I and mean, that's a huge number.
1: Yeah. So one of the things you can take a look at is your, your medical plan. If there, if there are severe enough burnout where there's depression and stress uh you could look at you can make sure you communicate your eap program your mental health benefits within your medical program and get those widely known so employees can seek help before it kind of gets too overwhelming for everybody
0: yeah so as we you know as you look at that uh, the quarter of the employees so uh, let's throw out some tips of ways to improve your employee retention
1: yeah. So, I mean, it starts, obviously money tops the list. So although burnout seems to be the top reason why everybody's looking, you still need to worry, but you still need to make sure your employees are compensated fairly compared to market. Um, kind of th- those, the, the job titles are there, the recognition, the, the performance reviews, kind of those basic levels of uh, pay and total compensation, which includes your benefit premiums and compensation and things like that. So, you know, your total rewards is a, is a good place to start along with those annual performance reviews. But even outside of that, like Scott was mentioned, there's some perks that employers can look at to kind of really help employers, whether or not that's kind of bringing in some individualized lunches for people or having a, maybe a little bit of a party or recognition uh, for employees. To, like Even if it's over Zoom, something small that employees can celebrate, get to know, get to talk to the, some of their coworkers and then de-stress a little bit yeah and i think the the engagement route is key whether it's setting aside five minutes a week
2: via zoom or in person and spending five minutes and just talking to the person and i think letting that person whether they need to vent or whether it's about work or whatever i think that's going to help lower that stress level and know that someone cares about them you know from a work standpoint
0: right so i I think perks become a big uh, a big issue like scott had mentioned that you know a year ago, we did in the same week at a chili cook-off and a Mardi Gras or a Fat Tuesday party. Unfortunately, you can't do things like that now. But there are other perks, whether you're you know, buying lunch for people in the uh, in the office or even for people working from home, send something to their house. Uh, team building, the more you can do, whether it's on Zoom or in person, the team building issues. And you know recognition. Look at you know not just in you know the old days of annual performance reviews, but start looking at those almost on a quarterly basis and recognize the the employees that you know you know who's working and they know who's not i mean it's pretty easy to look and you know who's busting their i guess you'd say ass uh on a podcast versus people that aren't and so I think you need to recognize those people because that recognition goes a long way they know that they're appreciated they know that they know you know that they're working really hard and they're doing the best they can to help for I the organization, it. right? And especially during the pandemic, because a lot of people, you know, most businesses they didn't do bonuses, they didn't do raises, they didn't do any type of compensation changes. So that recognition uh, of the time that they're working, I think, goes a long, long way. And push also your work-life balance. Try and tell them, you know, we know you're killing it, but let's back off a little bit and spend some time with your family or spend your time. You know, you don't have, you shouldn't be working at 10 at night or whatever it is. Try and get some balance in there.
1: Right. And I think a good first step is, uh, and actually this is one of the things that we're going to be working on first with that client who brought the attention to the issue to my attention. They'd lost two of their key employees. Uh, we're going to start with an employee engagement survey, it's a confidential anonymous survey It gets to the heart of what so obviously we want to have open lines of communication open door policy people you as a manager should be seeking out kind of feedback from your employees and giving it two ways they should feel open coming to you but that's still not anonymous and confidential so having this uh, survey that we actually do for our clients where you're asking about kind of how's your workload how's your stress level uh how's your safety in the environment what do you think your pay and benefits are compared to marketplace starting with that might be a good way to kind of get a good pulse on your organization of where everybody's at in terms of burnout and stress and engagement and retention. Uh, That's things that we can definitely help with. So reach out to us and we can help with those kind of surveys too.
0: You know, and a lot of times too, uh, you know, we were talking, Scott and I were talking about that. The the people that are working the hardest are typically you don't hear. They don't complain. They don't complain. They're working. They don't complain. It's uh, and then you got some people that aren't exactly killing it that are complaining. So take note of uh, as a as a manager, or as a boss, or as a business owner. Look at your employees and see who you know. See who your A performers are, and and go out of your way and, and maybe touch base with them and and, and do a check in just to see what the burnout level is.
2: And that's, that's what I was saying. Five minutes, you know, a week. Just how are you? How are things going? In that little five minutes, you can do a lot of brainstorming where you might be able to pull a little stress off that person or make a change, and that that's the advantage of communication. But you have to make time for that communication.
1: And that might give you the information that you weren't aware that someone's frustrated enough that they might be looking. I mean, they may not tell you they're looking, but the, they might kind of express that things are really hard right now, um, and that's enough of an incentive for you as a boss to maybe think creatively of new solutions to kind of help remedy that solution if they especially if they're facing burnout right
0: yeah it's a, it's the, the burnout it could be a serious issue so any other uh any other thoughts on uh, things that you need to do to uh help stave that off and and a way to uh improve employee retention
1: just try and be as proactive as possible try and deal with it now before it's that that kind of the ball starts rolling down the hill so try and th- And think of creative solutions now before it gets too late. Right.
0: So and uh, we appreciate everyone listening to to our our podcast. And also check out uh, our HR chats. So Jason and I do an HR chat every week. We post that out to LinkedIn and our other social media on Twitter and Facebook. We try and do the, uh, the HR chats. We try and do some quick. Three-minute uh, chats on uh, a variety of HR topics, where the, our podcast here gives us a chance of the three of us to uh, spend a little bit more time on a on a subject. Where our HR chats are kind of, you know, pretty quick, right to the point, and just some quick advice on some topics. But uh, feel free to check those out, and uh, as well as see us on, on social media. We'll be back in a few weeks. We get, we've got a uh, a guest, a couple guests coming up in the next next few uh, next few sessions. So look look forward to having a couple guests on our uh, on our podcast.
1: Thank you. Everyone. Thanks much.